It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Uh, Browns will have a big break coming up here. The next time we'll see them after this week will be training camp. Uh, looking forward to Daryl. They haven't announced anything for fans yet, have they? On training no. camp, I don't think uh, that'll okay. usually come uh, late June, early July is when they'll announce their uh, training camp uh, schedule as well as uh, you know fan experience. My understanding is that the team is currently working with the city of Berea to try and expand a little bit their training camp offerings, including seating uh, at the facility. Um, again, they're still working through those things. So, um, but the, the, the hope is that they will be able to offer more seating than they've ever been able to offer uh, at training camp and also make it a little more easy for fans to be able to park closer to the facility uh, as well. So, uh, the team has some work to do as far as finalizing those things with the, the city of Berea and what they are and uh, are not uh, able to do. And then we'll uh, you know get our typical training camp schedule announcement. But um, it's coming soon. It'll be here in the blink of an eye, that's for sure. Terrell, how can they expand seating out there? I'm just curious because I'm thinking unless you put like bleachers up against the field house and try to bowl it a little bit. I mean, it's normally like the stands are – I mean, they're they're like high school baseball stands. They're not normally – they're not even high school football stands that they have on, on the – I guess that's probably the north side of the venue. How, do, how would they expand that? How do they do that? Uh, uh, it'll be on the west side because now they own all the property uh, adjoining the western side on Pearl Street. So okay. one of the things that they have requested from the city of Berea is a variance to install a fence um, by the street. 20 feet off of uh, the street there, uh, and also to be able to do the Eric Mangini double fence, if you will. So instead of like an eight-foot fence, it'll be, you know, that's 16. Basically, it's moving the 16-foot fence out to where they uh, purchased uh, all that land and property. That gives them the additional space to be able to uh, put stands there because on the southern side, they had had put – big sections of stands and then on the eastern side of the facility they also had been putting large sections of stands so they'll be able to add an additional grandstand assuming the city Ah. of berea approves everything for them they'll be able to add a grandstand to the western side as well so now there'll be a grandstand on three sides of the facility because one of the frustrations some fans had because in training camp they wrote, and this happens in this in the regular season as well, in an effort not to wear out the grass in the field and allow the groundskeepers to continue to, uh, Keep you know, uh, regrow grass, right, that gets right. torn up during practice. They rotate the fields either on a clockwise direction or counterclockwise direction. And the thing used to be, the, the, the trick I would always tell fans, if you want to know where the today's practice is going to be, look for the field that has the three cameras uh, up in the air surrounding it. That's where the 11-on-11 right. 11 11 work is going to take place. So now, uh, instead of having to look across a field to see the other field and what's going on, uh, the, the goal is is to be able to offer grandstands on three sides of the facility so uh, fans can be as close to the action as possible. Very cool. All right, so give me the, the, the rundown for this week because I know that they're – one practice is at the stadium, and then they're going to head down to the Hall of Fame. Are they practicing in Canada, or are they just doing a tour? 
Well, so it's uh, I guess we're going to call this the uh, 2022 minicamp road trip tour or something like that. Um, Tuesday, okay. they'll be in Berea uh, for a normal minicamp practice. Then on Wednesday, they will head to Canton, Ohio for a uh, trip to the Hall of Fame. It's going to be kind of like a walkthrough practice. They're not. I let's be honest about it. They're not going to be doing a lot of football down there because the purpose of the trip is to experience the Hall of Fame. Uh, the players are going to have, uh, I, uh, my understanding, a little behind the scenes tour, a luncheon, maybe some speakers. Wait, will, My, will, will Miles go in? I'm confused now. Well, he might. It, I. It's the hall itself where the busts are on display. That's oh, the, he that's that the area gotcha. he kind of gets a little superstitious about, which I respect. I totally get it. Uh, he doesn't want to see that until his bust is among those greats. And uh, I think as, if his career remains on the current trajectory it is, that's not going to be a problem. He is going to yeah. be a Hall of Famer, no doubt in my mind there. Uh, but a lot you know, obviously has to happen before then. But um, that that is the uh, the fine print, right? He can go, but he just he doesn't want to go into that uh, that that area. He feels that that's just you know very sacred, and uh, you know for uh, not only fans but those who uh, have actually made the Hall of Fame. And I, I respect that uh, from him. But uh, he'll 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 be down there. I don't think he's getting excused on Wednesday. And then for Thursday which is usually like the hurry up and get out of town day where they just practice for 90 minutes and then they hit the road. They still might only practice for 90 minutes, but they're going to be at First Energy Stadium for that workout, uh, which I find interesting. And I don't know if that's related to the fact that there's going to be a concert or two there and maybe the stadium's not going to be as available during training camp or whatnot. I uh, Kevin Stefanski really hasn't gotten into much uh, is, is, as far as the – why they're doing that. Um, I know Cade York has been able to go down there and kick quite a bit uh, with some of the renovation work that was going on with the practice fields uh, out in Berea. We talked about it uh, last week on the podcast. We got to see Cade kick for the first time in person, and I'm going to do everything in my power to just overhype that as much as possible. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's going to be a unique Mini camp because typically it's just three days in Berea, get in, get out. We're you know everybody go on summer vacation, but yeah, I mean there's it's going to be a busy week uh, between Berea, Canton, uh, and the lakefront. All right, well we'll be back on Thursday after all this mini camp stuff has uh, has happened, and we'll see what happens with happens with the quarterbacks, and we'll keep you posted on everything. But we're just really happy you're with us and. You know, Daryl, we've been uh, pretty lucky and blessed with this podcast so far because uh, we've had a lot of feedback. A lot of people have been listening, and we and we just I appreciate the feedback. And if you want to hit us up at Game Day CLE, final thought, Daryl Ryder. Yeah, I just uh, w- want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, follow us, Game Day CLE, on Twitter. You can tweet at us. Uh, we will do some mailbags here uh, during summer break as well. So if there's a question uh, that you're dying to ask, uh, feel free to hit us up there. Uh, and uh, again, just to, as Andy said, uh, echoing his thoughts, grateful for your participation and uh, listening. Uh, rate us, leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback. And um, yeah, I think we're off to a pretty good start there, Andy. And Miles Garrett, unbeknownst to him, our That's official right. first guest on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland in the can. I, I'm sure it's a moment he will never, ever forget. 
nor will I ever find out about You know, it. when he goes to the pearly gates in Canton, he's going to remember <laughs> the time that he had no idea he was a guest on a podcast with Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin. So that, that will become a momentous occasion in his career, I'm sure, that he can't wait to forget about. Oh, man. For our producer, Meredith Kane, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, and we love having you on board. Again, remember, if you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. Thanks for listening again to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland.